at your freezing, friendly Freezing Ford dealership in Aurora and your Freezing Chevrolet dealer in Sutton. If you're smiling while they're driving, Freezing is the reason. Waxtell on the season, 18-6. and six. There are only six losses to Pleasanton, Amherst, Minden, Elm Creek, Loomis, and Southern Valley. Southern Valley playing tonight as well. Loomis has punched their ticket already to the state tournament. Axtell and Pleasanton will be playing each other for a state tournament bid. So a lot of quality losses. And Amherst on Saturday fell to Ponca in the C2 district finals. So not a bad loss on Axtell's schedule at 18-6. They're going to take on a 20-3 Paxton team who's one of three losses. Their most recent loss was to North Platte St. Pat's. I was actually driving around North Platte area that night as the game was going on. Little did I know that it would be uh, Axtell's opponent tonight. And the man in the middle that they're going to be keying on is Blake Brewster. And they said, I talked with uh, one of the Ogallala radio station guys, and he was saying that uh, North Platte St. Pat's basically just took out uh, Blake Brewster's, his name, the six foot eleven senior center for the Tigers. It made uh, the other folks try to beat him from three, and they weren't unable to do so. So we'll see if that's what Coach Heinrich's strategy is for the Wildcats. Had a brief chance to talk to him before the game. Got a quick uh, injury report. This injury report brought to you by uh, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. You're getting you back into the game alive. And he said that Nick Pearson is sick tonight, so you'll see Colin Sutterquist pick up a lot more minutes tonight as well. So we'll take a break, come back with the starting lineups next. You're listening to High School Basketball on the Breeze 94.5. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are in fact focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it. And we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. Going along on the Freezing Ford pregame show, Freezing Ford in Aurora and Freezing Chevrolet in Sutton. It's time now for the Five Points Bank starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. Let's start with Dun- or, or, excuse me, Paxton, about to Dundee County Stratton there. Uh, they uh, played on Saturday and fell in their game. Uh, let's look at Paxton, though. Number 12. Alexander Kriha, a senior 5'8 guard. Number 23, Dayo Kennedy, 6'2 forward and a junior. Dane Storer, 6'2 guard. He's a junior. Davin Helmer, 6'7 and a senior. He's a forward. It's a lot of height for Paxton inside. And number 44, Blake Brewster, 6'11 
and a senior. He's the center for the team. Head coach Jody Rhodes, assisted by Justin Harden. And now for the Wildcats. Usual starting five for Axtell. Number 12, Tyler Danberg. Tyler, six foot two, senior, and a forward. Number 14, Zach Heinrichs, five foot ten guard, and a senior. Number 22, Jacob Weir, six foot one, and a senior. Brennan Runge, six foot guard, and a sophomore. He'll be wearing number 24. And Megatron, number 30, Calvin Johnson, five foot eleven, forward, and a sophomore. Head coach Brent Heinrichs, assisted by Rob Heinrichs. Just about ready for the national anthem here. The starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. We have a ton of area games tonight. We'll get into those in a minute. But first, we'd like to thank our presenting sponsors that allow us to be at these district tournament games and our state tournament action, which will get underway on Thursday from Lincoln. Mary Landing Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. UNK, be blue, be gold, and be bold at UNK and Nutrient Ag Solutions. Decade after decade, here to, survive, here to provide you with the best technologies, tools, and products so you can focus on what you do best, and that is grow. We're in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines of Hastings and Sutton. It's time for the national anthem here from Gothenburg, so we'll take a two-minute timeout. Be back with the tip-off. You're listening to High School Basketball on The Breeze 94.5. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power Products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power Products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power Products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. UNK is a place where quality education meets hands-on learning and going the extra mile gets rewarded. It's a place where you can put yourself out there, reach your goals, and set new ones you never thought possible. Be yourself, but develop the best version of you. Let us show you what you're made of. Be blue. Be gold. Be bold. Apply now to the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Learn more at unk.edu. People you know. Community people. People you know. Community people. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to Gothenburg. Just heard a great rendition from an elementary school student. Uh, one of the best national anthems we've heard all season. So hands off to that young man. And we're here at Gothenburg for the D15 Boys District Final. Jeff Babel, glad to have you along. If you're listening on PlatteRiverPreps.com, glad to have you as well. Brought to you by Barney Insurance with locations in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and in Lincoln. 
other games tonight for you on the Platte River Radio group of stations. We've got a full four-pack for you. Uh, PlatteRiverPreps.com, although it's not preps, it's going to be Hastings College basketball against Concordia. Tip-off at 7 o'clock tonight for the GPAC girls title. Over on Power 99, the Fort Kearney Conference matchup. The rights to go to state, the 8-9 matchup there. El Pleasanton and Elm Creek, that'll get underway at 7.30. Randy Bushgard on the call. And over on KXP and Kearney, It'll be Millard South and or Millard North and Carney. Carney needing to upset to make the state tournament there. On Thursday, we're gonna have Loomis, St. Paul, and Pleasanton games here on Power or on Power 99. Tip off at 9, 10:45, and 3:45 for the Bulldogs. And right here on the breeze, the Adam Central Patriots and St. Cecilia Bluehawks. Patriots will get an underway against Shadron at 2 o'clock, and, and the Bluehawks against Superior. At 8.45, all games from Adam Central and St. Cecilia will be right here on the Breeze 94.5. Introducing the starting lineups here at Gothenburg. Glad to have you along again. Axtell's brought the band, the cheerleaders. There's sections of about, oh, I'd say 95% full. I'm sitting amongst the Paxton faithful. So if you hear some cheering on this side, it'll be for Paxton. Uh, if you're listening across the way on your transistor radio... Glad to have you along in studio here. Looks like they've still got to announce the starters here for Paxson, so we'll go back and take a look at our schedule upcoming on Friday and Saturday. We'll have the semifinals of those Thursday matchups, and then on Saturday, we'll, first time we'll, we'll have done this, but we'll have some third-place matchups if our local area teams are in that. For Adam Central and St. Paul, it'll be at 11 o'clock if it's a third-place game, 3 o'clock if they're in the... Class C2 state championship, or C1. And for St. Cecilia, their championship game is going to be at 8.30. Third place game will be at 1 o'clock. So it's going to be uh, late night hoops with the St. Cecilia Blue Hawks Hawkettes on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from Lincoln. Introductions are finally underdone. Let's take a look. Again, Blake Brewster will be the key tonight. He averages 22.5 per game for Paxton. You also get 13 from Dale Kennedy. And eight from Helmer and from Storer. Four Axtell is the three-headed monster. You'll get 15.5 from Tyler Danberg, 15.5 from Brennan Runge, and 14 from Zach Heinrichs. And teams are huddling up now. You'll also see Calvin Johnson. He averages around seven. Jake Weir with about five and a half per game. As well as for those other starters again, Nick Pearson tonight out sick. And if Axtell advances to the state tournament, Nick should and would be back at that one. Tipping it off will be Blake Brewster for Paxton and Tyler Danberg for Axtell. Just about ready to get this one underway. The ball is in the air and is going to be easily controlled by Paxton in those uh, home whites, yellow numerals, blue trim, Axtell in the road, purples, white numerals, and black trim. Inside underneath, first shot's no good. Rebound. Pulled down by Weir for Axel. He'll dish it up to Heinrichs. Zach will run the point. Got a, Looks like a man-to-man look here from Paxson. Ball's on the right side now to Weir. Weir inside. They're going to try left hand up and in for Tyler Danberg. First two of the game at the 7.30 mark. Goes to the Wildcats. Axel also running. Looks like a man-to-man look here. Balls on the left side to Krehoff or Axtell. Now it's at the top, top to the big man, Brewster. Brewster's going to run the high post here, it looks like. And they'll kick it out to the other 
Six foot seven man, Helmer. Helmer runs more perimeter. Brewster's more inside. They'll kick it back out to the point. Kreha with it. Kreha now on the left side. They'll try baseline up and in. Pretty easy, nifty move there for Dave Storer. Dane, excuse me. He's got two, and we're tied at two, just under seven minutes to go. Axtell fires a three in the corner by Danberg. It's no good. And Paxson will pull down the rebound. They'll go quickly in transition, and there'll be a body foul on the play. Storer picked up the rebound, dished it quickly up, and getting easy two for the Tigers. They'll call that foul on Rungi. It'll be Brennan's first. And the free throw for Dayo Kennedy is no good. And out of bounds, Extel the ball. So Dayo, oh, one from the line so far. And the Extel Wildcats now trail it for the first time. Just two minutes into this game, 6.30 to go. Opening quarter of play. Glad to have you along. Ball's in the corner to Danberg. Danberg tries to hit a cutting rungi, and it's going to be a turnover here for the Wildcats. Paxton will go quickly the other way. It'll be Dayo again. This time it won't fall, but Brewster right there. He just towers over everybody, pulls down the rebound there, and just taps it in. Paxton up by four. In the lane, nice pass underneath to Danberg. His shot's blocked no good. And Brewster with another rebound. Axtell, or excuse me, Paxton in transition very quickly. Brewster with it on the left side. They'll go to low post here. Fadeaway two is it's good. Rolls in there for Storer, or Helmer, excuse me. And so now it's six-point edge for Paxton. Axtell had some good looks underneath with Danberg. Just need to start making them again. Ball's on the left side here to Heinrichs. Zach's going to try to drive into the lane. He loses his handle, but it's right to his teammate. Up and in underneath is Danberg. Danberg's got a team high four. He's got all four. And the lead's cut in half. Paxton, the other way, inside. Preha had it. He'll get it inside to Brewster. And Danberg's going to block that one away. That gets the XL faithful on their feet. It's one thing to see Danberg get a block, but it's another thing to see him get it against Brewster. Brewster against six foot eleven. And we got a timeout on the floor. No, they have a turnover here. I think they convene. No, no turnover. They'll just say. Instead of it being blocked off Tyler, it went off of a Paxton defender. And so, excuse me, Paxton player. And so the Wildcats will get it. 5-10 to go. First quarter play. Trailing it. 8-4. Long three-pointer here on the right side. Misses everything for the Wildcats. Rebound. Pulled down by Deo. Deo Storer. Inside, it's no good. Tipped out again. To Storer. Storer gets it on the left side to Kennedy. Kennedy will whip it over here to the right side. Preha with it. Now they'll run it to Helmer. Helmer at the top of the key. Tries to get a pick and roll here. They'll take it away. Axtell's double teaming Brewster inside. Now triple teaming him with Danberg. It doesn't matter. Blake just skied over everyone. Got another two. It's 10-4. Heinrichs runs it on the left side here in the corner. Three-pointer for Weir. It's good. It's one way to claw back in, getting it three-pointers here. So now a one-possession game, 10-7 lead for Paxton. Kennedy drives in the lane, picks up his dribble. It'll need to be bailed out, and they'll say three seconds in the lane. 
You don't see that called very often, but he picks up his dribble in the lane, tries to find someone to pass to, and after about three seconds, the call was made, 4.07 to go. Nextel can tie it here with a three or cut it to one. They did lead it 2 nothing. Ever since then, it's been all Paxton. Heinrichs on that right side. They'll kick it to Danberg in the corner for three. And Tyler Danberg nails the three. And we're tied at 10. Danberg with seven points now for the Wildcats. Preha with it for Paxton. He'll get it to Kennedy. Kennedy tries to go inside to Storer. Storer wide open underneath. And he'll lay it in for two. Dane Storer now with four. And Paxton retakes the lead. Here's a bank three-pointer from Heinrichs. The bank is open. First State Bank in Minden says we'll cash that bank. Heinrichs with his first bucket in the game. Another triple team inside to Brewster. Gosh dang, folks. It's hard to describe just how tall he is. He literally just grabs it, turns it around, and puts it in. And Danberg's trying to block that shot. Jumps as high as he can. He's still not quite able to get to it. Heinrichs now again on the right side. Thought about a three. Kicks it to Weir. Weir in the corner to Danberg. His corner three. He'll nail it. Hextel's shooting well from three tonight. Cuts it down to two. 16-14. Paxson. Settles for a 12-footer shot. It's no good. Danberg will pull down the rebound. Tyler will dish it over here to Heinrichs. Zach. Guarded there by Kennedy. Picks up his dribble. Now gets it to Danberg. They'll try to go inside. Tipped away by Brewster. Another corner three opportunity for Axel. This time front of the iron. No good. Danberg skies up and gets that rebound. And puts it back. Tyler Danberg. With another two. And Axel. Excuse me. I misread the scoreboard. Axel's up by four now. Trying inside to Brewster. It's going to be stolen away. By the Wildcats. First turn over here. That looked like it was stole away by Rungi. The next tell, another three. This time it won't go. Long rebound to Paxson. Paxson quickly the other way. Three on two. Kennedy lays it up. And then Dale Kennedy with four. And it's cut it down to two. Baxtell keeps shooting the lights out. They'll trade two points inside with Brewster for threes all night long. Heinrichs now. The senior dribbles on the left side. Gets it over here to Danberg. Danberg now dishes another deep three. No chance on that one. Rungi shot that one from basically half court. And Axel will catch a break. Says it goes off of Paxton. And Rungi will inbound it underneath their own basket. They'll get it inside to Weir. Weir will kick it back out to Heinrichs. Heinrichs into the lane. 10-footer. It's good. Heinrichs with another two. He's got five. And next to Hill extends the lead to four. Kennedy now. He'll try into the lane. Taken away there. 11-footer. Contact. No call. And rebound. Pulled down by Rungi. Heinrichs. He'll pull up from three. Another try for a bank. This time it won't go. And it'll go out of bounds. I believe Weir was the last to touch that one. A little bit of a heat check there from Axtell. Shooting really well from three. You don't want to just shoot random shots, though, because then you might start losing your your touch. Under a minute to go here. Opening quarter play, 20-16. to 16. Axtell. Backdoor cut here by Kennedy. And Kennedy will dish it off to guess who? Blake Brewster, and he'll put it in for two. He's got eight. 
And now it's two point edge for Axtell. 20 to 18. 40 seconds to go. We'll see what Axtell likes to do. Heinrichs will take the air out of the ball. Pump fake there. Now he'll have to dribble it around. Guarded there by Kriha. Both teams have yet to sub, yet to take a timeout. Only one foul in this one. Very quick game so far. Danberg into the lane, up and under. Reverse layup just about fell, but unable to convert. Now the other way, Brewster will dish it ahead to Kennedy. And Kennedy will be a foul, and he'll head to the line. So just the second free throw attempt tonight. We've got a sub coming in here for Paxson in the final 13.8. Looks like they're going to call the foul on Weir. Jake's first. Second team foul on the Wildcats. And first free throw is up. And no good for Deo Kennedy. Helmer will head to the bench. And Grant Detmer will come in. Grant, a senior, will play the final 13.8 in this first quarter. That one, I believe, missed everything. And it moved the net, so it kind of looked like maybe it did touch it, but correct call made here, so Axel will get the ball. But the final 13-8, Henrik's guarded full court pressure here, so they'll whip it across to Weir. Jake gets it across the timeline, spins there, gets in the lane now with seven, shot up, no good, and rebound to Paxton. Kennedy's going to have it stolen away, and a heave at the buzzer is online, but just short for the Wildcats. Quick first quarter in this one. Axtell with a 20-18 to 18 lead. We'll take a break. Crunch the numbers next. You're listening to High School Basketball on the Breeze 94.5. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. We at BMD Carpet are very aware of the struggles friends, neighbors, and even our employees are having this year due to the flooding. Mohawk has given us a discount on selected flooring. With that, BNB will take an additional 10% off your materials. You will be treated fairly, professionally, as we have for the last 25 years. So please come in or call us anytime. Let us help you get your house back to being your home. BNB Carpet, Downtown Donovan. The Breeze 94.5. Still leads it 20 to 18. We'll see how they got the numbers. 12 of the 20 to Tyler Danberg. Five more from Zach Heinrichs and three from Jake Weir. Jake finished with a rebound. So did Brennan Runge. Two rebounds for Danberg. One box shot as well. One steal for Runge. Four packs and four points from K.O. Kennedy and Storer. Two from Helmer and eight from the big man in the middle, Brewster. Axtell will get it now to start the second quarter. Heinrichs on the right side has it. Guarded there by Kennedy. He's going to get a pick here, it looks like, from Soderquist. Soderquist into the game. For Axtell, Colin, the senior, kicks it back out to Heinrichs. Now it's back to Soderquist. In the corner to Danberg, back to Soderquist. Heinrichs now is going to try to drive it in the lane. It'll be taken away. Danberg underneath is going to drive baseline. He walks with it. He had to walk with it because he couldn't get it up and over Brewster. Nearly stepped on the baseline. I think if he just went up with it right away, perhaps would have drew contact on Brewster. And that's one way to get him out of the game is get him in foul trouble. No team fouls on Paxton. St. Paul leads North Bend 
in another Class D2 action. We have a bevy of boys teams that we're going to be covering at the state tournament. Staying in the game, it was Detmer for Paxson, and Brewster has it on the right wing. He'll kick it out, corner. Looks like a wide open three here on the left wing. Long rebound, though, and they're going to say it touched the basket support. Axtell was going to come away with a rebound anyway. Soderquist will inbound it here. Full court pressure look. Heinrichs dribbles with that left hand. Gets a screen from Danberg. And it'll be fouled. Good call there by the official. Creehall will pick up his first foul. And the first team foul on the Tigers of Paxton. Paxton 20-3 on the season. The five seed here. And Axtell, the 12 seed, 18-6. Fort Carney Conference champions riding a ton of momentum. Original five back in now for Paxton as Helmer comes in for Detmer. And Soderquist will inbound this one to Heinrichs. Heinrichs will take it into the backcourt. That'll be guarded again by Kriha. Looks like a three-pointer here for Zach on the right side. And Zach nails it. Staying hot from three are the Wildcats. And now Heinrichs with eight. 23-18. Little dish and go here for Paxson with Brewster. He'll kick it back out, though, to Kennedy. Now it's on the right side with Kriha. Back to Kennedy on the left side. Depp. Helmer in the high post. They're not going to dish it to him. They'll kick it to Kriha. Kriha over here to Storr. In the lane to Kennedy. Paxton just running the offense, not getting up a bad shot. You'll hear the Axel faithful across the way for saluting the defense here. Not giving Paxton anything. Now, just as they say that, a wide open three in the corner. It's airballed, though. And the rebound falls into the hands of Rungi for the Wildcats. Heinrichs thought about a three, gives up a better three opportunity for Danberg in the corner, back of the iron, though no good. And rebound to Helmer. Davin will kick it up here to Storr. Now it's in the corner to Kriha. Kriha is going to try to get it to Brewster, and his pass is way overhead. And it's going to be stolen away there by Calvin Johnson. Johnson for the Wildcats gets it to Heinrichs. It's in the corner now to Rungi. Rungi with a deep three. It's no good. Axtell. Testing the limits on how deep they can shoot. Some of these threes aren't the best of looks, and I'm sure Coach Heinrichs isn't happy with that. As it's just a five-point lead here for Axel. Kennedy for the Tigers into the lane. Tries to get it inside to Brewster. He'll get it, but he'll miss it. And they'll say he's pushed. No, they'll say he pushed up. Brewster will pick up his first foul. Second team foul now on Paxton. Big break there for Excel, getting Brewster his first foul. The refs are going to say just because you're tall doesn't mean you can't you can't just have your way with yourself in, in the lane there. So it'll be an offensive foul on Brewster. And Heinrichs will get it across the timeline. Gets a screen there from Soderquist. They'll kick it in the corner. Now Danberg underneath gets back door. Danberg's so dang athletic, he just goes around Brewster. On that back side and gets it 25-18. A timeout for Coach Jody Rhodes and the Paxton Tigers. We'll take it with them. You're listening to High School Basketball on the Breeze 94.5. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. 
Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. The Breeze 94.5. Here on the Breeze, still leading it. 25-18. We'll try to give you other scores as we have in Miller North. Leads Carney High after 125-217. St. Paul leads after the first quarter as well. We're probably one of the few games after one that's done. We had such a quick first quarter inside to Brewster. And now the timeout, they draw a play up for Blake. And they'll put it in. He's now in double figures with 10. Quick, quickly now the other way. Heinrichs will throw this one away. No, they'll say it's off of, I believe that was Storer. And it'll be Axtell basketball. Soderquist still in the game. We'll inbound it here to Rungi. Rungi tries to drive in the lane. Nice move there, but he won't get a shot off. And they'll get it inside of Soderquist. Danberg underneath tries that backdoor layup again. It's no good. Rebound, though, right to Johnson. He wasn't able to put it back. And Axtell unable to finish as Paxton will pull down the defensive rebound. In the game, Scow now four packs and inside wide open layup. They they're going to key on Brewster, so they left store wide open. And Dane with now his sixth point, cuts it to one possession. Axtell leads it 25 to 22. Danberg cutting, he's tripped. No, they'll call him for a traveling violation. I think the wrong call made there. He was tripped, and they'll say he traveled. Checking in now for Axtell will be Weir. He'll be back in. And hitting the bench will be Calvin Johnson. So starting five minus Johnson and plus Soderquist for Axtell. And ball will be inbounded here for Paxson. Storer will take it slowly across the timeline. Now it's finally across. Kennedy has it. Left wing inside to Brewster. It's going to be stolen away again by Axtell. Those double teams are working there. It looked like Damberg had the steal and a foul on underneath on the other side. And they'll say it's on the floor, so no shots. It'll be on Keegan Scout. It'll be Keegan's first third team foul now on Paxson. And it'll be inbounded here by Heinrichs. Zach will work right to left as you look into your radio dial. Gets a screen from Soderquist, and they'll say he pushed off. Moving screen for Soderquist. Calling a pickup foul number one. And now three team fouls on both teams in this first half. Again, a quick moving game. 25-22, Axtell with the lead. Shooting well from three. Trying to take away as many touches from Brewster as they can inside. Kennedy tries to feed it into Brewster. It's quickly taken away by Axtell. They're almost triple teaming in here with that help side defense. That leaves someone wide open in the corner for three. It's no good, though. And Danberg pulls down another rebound. That's Tyler's third, along with 14 points. And Rungi will take it now for Axtell. Soderquist, head fake there, gets it in the lane, quickly dishes it out. Another deep three for Axtell. And nowhere near again. Back of the iron, no good. Brewster with rebound number four. Axtell needs to be getting a little bit closer to the three-point line to have a realistic chance that he's going in. Delmer here, Davlin Helmer, excuse me, with it on the left side. And they'll get it to Kennedy. Kennedy's shot's going to be blocked by Danberg and out of bounds, but they'll call a foul. I'm not sure if it'll be on Danberg on the shot or if it'll be on Weir with the body. Either rate, it's the fourth team foul on the Wildcats, and they'll call it on Jake, and they'll give him two free throws here. Second time we've seen Dayo Kennedy at the line. 
And finally makes one. He was 0-2. He missed everything on his second opportunity. He's got five now. And Soderquist will head to the bench. Original starting five out there now for Axtell. Johnson will check in. Second free throw front of the iron. No good. Ripped out of there by Weir or the Wildcats. He'll get it quickly to Heinrichs. Heinrichs again facing that full court look here from Scow. And he'll get it across the timeline. Into the corner. Looks like a wide open three opportunity for Weir. He'll pass it up and he'll walk with it. Good call there by the official. Big I would say not got scared, but when you see Blake Brewster in there, you think, gosh, he's just going to block my shot. Let me try to go the other way and forget to dribble the basketball. It's a traveling violation. Two-point lead for the Wildcats. Kennedy, right corner here. We'll kick it out to Storr. Storr dishes it left side, wide open three for Paxson, and they haven't made one of those yet. Good look, though, from Scow, and it'll be off Danberg, and Paxson will maintain it. Coach Jody Rose will bark the... The play call here from the far bench. See if they try to get something drawn up for Brewster. They throw it right to him, then kicks it right to Kennedy, and they'll call him for a foul. They say he lowered his shoulder, fails right in to Jake Weir, and now Kennedy will pick up his first foul. And now the fourth team foul on Paxton. Paxton, a couple six-foot 11 guys, basically 6 foot 7 in Helmer and 6 foot 11 in Brewster have the height advantage. X still taking advantage of the three point line right now. That's why they're up by two. Heinrichs will get it across the timeline. Guarded there by Scowl, driving the lane, kick it out for another wide open three front of the air. No, no good for Weir. And Kennedy pulls down his first rebound. X and Tyre retake the lead for the first time in a number of minutes. Ball's in the corner to Scow. He's wide open, but instead of taking the three, he'll drive baseline and get the easy two off the glass. And we're tied at 25. 1.30 to go till halftime. Axtell feels like they should be leading this by about three or four more possessions. Front of the iron, no good by Heinrichs. And rebound to Storer. Storer gets it over in the corner to Helmer. Now it's inside to Brewster. Brewster makes a nice move against Danberg. It's un- unguardable that point when it's that low into the post. Paxton retakes the lead. 27-25. One minute to go until the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. See what Coach Heinrich selects to do if we're going to go for one. No, those in the lane. Turnaround shot by Zach Heinrichs is good. Now Zach with double figures with 10. And we're tied at 27. 44 seconds to go. Paxton in the corner to Scow. Now back to Storr. Kennedy has it on the left wing. He'll try to go into the baseline. They'll kick it over to Keegan Scow on the right side. They'll reset the offense here. Get it over to Kennedy in the corner. Nearly thrown away. Wide open three. Backdoor pass to Scow. And Scow should have just taken the three because they tried to go driving to the lane. Didn't dribble the basketball. And a turnover here on Paxton. Coach Heinrichs holds one giant finger up. You know what that means. They're going to hold for one shot. Heinrichs will get the inbounds pass. Get a nice screen there for Weir to get the pressure off. 20 seconds to go as Heinrichs just now breaks the timeline with 17. Crossover dribble gets to that left side. See what Axtell draws up. Maybe try to get it in the hands of Danbert. Heinrichs into the lane, taken away, kicked out. Three-pointer from Weir. 
off the mark. No good. Excuse me, that was Rungi. And a rebound to Paxton. Shot up at the buzzer. Was no good for Dane Storer. Dane with his fourth rebound, though. And we're at the halftime. It's tied at 27 here in the D15 District Final. We'll crunch the numbers and have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. You're listening to The Breeze 94.5. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. It's prom time at Gary Mike. Clothiers. Book your tuxedo or suit rental in the hottest vest and tie combos in colors to make your rental unique to you. Or Gary Michaels has suits to purchase for $1.99. If you're getting married, book your wedding by March 31st and receive 10% off all rentals. Whether your wedding is big or small, the sixth rental is free. Choose from popular shades of grays and blues, only $134.95. Let the professionals at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney make that special day perfect. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT MarketSpace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. The Breeze 94.5. We're at the half here at Gothenburg High School. And after 16 minutes of play, nothing's been decided. We're tied at 27 between Extel and Paxton. It's time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Your trash is their treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Let's start with the Wildcats. The numbers I had for them, Danberg with 14, of which 12 came in that first quarter. 10 from Zach Heinrichs, 5 in each quarter. And three from Jake Weir, just three Wildcats in the scoring column. Rebounding-wise, I had Danberg with three, two apiece for Weir and for Runke, and one for Johnson. I got steals from Calvin, from Brennan, and from Tyler. And then a block shot as well on from Danberg on Blake Brewster. We'll take a look at Brewster's numbers. He finished with 12 in that first half, eight of which in that first quarter. And six points from Dave Storer, Dane Storer, five from Dale Kennedy. Two apiece from Keegan Scow and from Dalvin Helmer. Three turnovers on both teams unofficially. Probably a few more. Just wasn't as quick on my tallies there. Stora with four rebounds. Four for Brewster as well. One for Helmer and one for Kennedy. Kennedy was one of four from the line. And unfortunately for Axel, they did not get to the free throw line in that first half. Oh, one for Stora as well. We'll take a break. Look at other area scores next. You're listening to High School Basketball on The Breeze 94.5. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. 
From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 9-4-3-3. Pedley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, Hallie, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from everyone at Pedley Drug in Minden. People you know. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to The Breeze. Glad to have you along. Jeff Babel, courtside here. Sterling back in the studio. It's 27 all. Continuing along on the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. Other scores in the D1 district finals. From yesterday, Humphrey, Lindsay, Holy Family. No problem with Elmer Murdoch. They win. Southern Valley with a 63-50 win over Heartland tonight. So Southern Valley punches their ticket as well. All the other games going on uh, just underway on Power 99. Pleasanton and Elm Creek. So when we're done here... Head over to there and finish out the game. All the other games either start at 6 or 6.30, so we'll get quite a few scores here. Um, a end of third quarter score, Fullerton leading um, West Holt. That's a 7-10 matchup. So Fullerton, the seventh seed, hanging on right now. Axel, if they win, likely would be, if that Holt score holds, would likely be the eighth seed if they make it. St. Pat's and East Butler, the 116 matchup. You get to see a final score from that one. That started at 630, so it's probably about into the third quarter as well. Same with Osmond and McCool Junction. I've seen some tweeting about that game. Haven't quite looked to see what the final score is there. And Laurel Concord, Coolridge, and Alessandra Myrna going to get it underway at 7 o'clock. So they're probably right around the half as well. Over on KXP and Kearney, Miller North, no problem right now with Kearney High, 41-27. Miller North. Uh, excellent player in Salas in that one. Looking like they'll be touch- punching their ticket to the state tournament. In D2, Humphrey, St. Francis, Fall City, Sacred Heart, Loomis, Mullen, Johnson, Brock, and Randolph. All winners from yesterday. St. Mary's, Hyannis, 
and Parkview Christian Wallace, the other matchups in D2. In C1, Adam Central, just a three-point lead over O'Neill after one quarter. Auburn, Lincoln, Christian, Ogallala, Wayne, your top seeds to advance. And Carney Catholic, the only upset, if you call it an upset, a nine over an eight over Bishop Newman. St. Paul right now, the 13th seed, leading North Bend Central, so there would be another upset win. And Ashland Greenwood and Chase County from Minden uh, should be about end of third quarter there. We'll chase down a score for you there. In uh, C2, Grand Island Central Catholic, BRLD, and Sutton, as well as Ponca, Palmyra, Donovan, Trumbull, and Centennial are into the state tournament. The only one left is UTAN and Shelby Rising City. And in Class B, Hastings High, of course, last Saturday defeats Crete 38-26. All of the top seeds won in the Class B district finals. So Scott Hastings, Scotts Bluff, Wahoo, Alliance, and then Mount Michael, and Omaha Roncalli, and then Norris. So chalk holds there, but some PowerPoint fluctuation may happen based off of games that are happening tonight around the area. We'll take a break, come back with the third quarter next. You're listening to High School Basketball on The Breeze 94.5. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer seed, seed the right seed. The Breeze 94.5. Back here in Gothenburg, and Paxton will get the third quarter possession, and just like that, driving into the lane is Kreha, and Alex will find the scorebook for the first time tonight and gives Paxton a two-point lead. Now Axtell will go left to right as you look into your radio dial, and if you're here in Gothenburg, opposite, right to left. In the lane, shot's going to be blocked here by Brewster. And not much of a chance there for the Wildcats inside. Quickly is Kennedy the other way, and he'll get an easy two. Seven points for Kennedy, and just like that, it's four-point lead for Paxson. Nextel. Timeout here for Coach Heinrichs on the other side. Looks like a 30-second timeout. We'll take it with him back in 30. You're listening to High School Basketball on the Breeze 94.5. UMK is a place where quality education meets hands-on learning, and going the extra mile gets rewarded. It's a place where you can put yourself out there, reach your goals, and set new ones you never thought possible. Be yourself, but develop the best version of you. Let us show you what you're made of. Be blue. Be gold. Be bold. Apply now to the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Learn more at unk.edu. The Breeze 94.5. Thank our fine presenting sponsors, including UNK, Be, Bold, Be Blue, Be, Be Gold, and Be Bold. Featuring Ag Solutions, Marylanding Healthcare, and Husker Power Products. Out of the timeout, Axel will inbound it to Heinrichs, and he'll get it across the timeline here. Man to man look from Paxton. He's guarded there by Kennedy, whips it across 
for a three-pointer on the left side for Weir. It's no good, though. Rebound right into the hands of Calvin Johnson. Johnson kicks it out to Heinrichs. His three, it's going to be no good as well. And Axtell, just as good as they were in the first half, haven't made one yet here in the second half. Underneath, Calvin Johnson with the putback. It's no good. And he'll foul. Pick up his first foul on the over and back is what you could call it. Contact foul. First one on Calvin and first team foul on either team in the second half. Paxton now with all the momentum up by four. Kennedy drives in the lane, kicks it into Helmer. His shot no good, but Brewster just basically standing there, picks it up and puts it in. He's got 14 now and five rebounds. Goes along with a block shot. Axtell quickly in transition. A corner three for Rungi. It's no good. And Brewster pulls down. Rebound six. Paxton, if they can get a bucket here, will have started an 8-0 run to start this second half. Kind of had the momentum in that second quarter as well. Still need a stop here. Kennedy kicks it to Storr. Dane guarded there by Heinrichs. Heinrichs will take it away, so they'll kick it to Kennedy. Backdoor wide open pass inside to Kreha, and Kreha's got four in the game now, and just like that, it's 8-0. Paxton, another deep three here for Axel. This one finally falls. A deep three from Rungri, but that one rolled around and finally fell. It's down to five, and Axel will need to keep hitting those buckets. They want to come back. Ball inside to Brewster. It's going to be stolen away by Johnson. Overpass there. By Paxton. And underneath, shot no good. But Axel will keep it. Coach Heinrich says, let's run this play. Points towards the center line. Looks like Rungi will inbound it here for Axel. Kicks it out to Heinrichs for the three. A deep three right in front of the bench. It's no good. Rebound, though, right to Weir. Jake's shot is blocked, but they'll call a foul on Brewster. So, Blake will pick up foul number two and mark that in the book. That could be a big moment. No, they won't call it on Brewster. Darn, they'll call it on Helmer. It'll be Dalvin's first. And first team foul on Paxson in the second half. Two free throws here. First one no good from the end. From the iron for Weir. He'll get another crack at it here. First free throws in the game for Axtell. Coming at the 5.09 mark in the third quarter. Second free throw also no good. Brewster just skies over everyone and grabs his seventh rebound. He'll kick it here to Storr. Five-point lead for Paxton and the ball. Kennedy tries to get into the lane. Can't get it. Deep two-pointer here from Brewster. And it nowhere near anything. And that'll be a rebound to Jake Weir. Weir will get it up to Heinrichs. Now it's over to Rungi. Back to Zach. Zach makes a spin move in the lane. Wide open Danberg underneath. Excellent give and go from Zach Heinrichs to find Tyler Danberg on that baseline. And Tyler's now got 16. In this one, he had 12 after the first quarter of play. See if they could try to get the ball hit him to him more here. Brewster on the right wing. Needs to get down in the low pose. They'll kick it over here to Helmer. Helmer, left side. Head fake there by Storr. Storr doesn't do anything with it, so he'll hand it off. To Kreha. Kreha to Kennedy. Kennedy fade away. It's no good. Right into the hands of Rungi. Brennan's third rebound. Kicks it to Heinrichs for a three. Zach Heinrichs will nail the three and ties the ball game up at 35. Just when we thought 
The 8-0 run for Paxton might help separate this one. An 8-0 run for Paxton for Axel. We're back at 35. Brewster, right wing, got a nice big brace on that right knee. And it's over here to Helmer. Helmer, the junior, kicks it to Storer. It's back of the iron, no good for his three. And the rebound to Rungi. Axel going to go try to go quickly here. Now Rungi will slow it down, pull up a deep three again. Too deep of threes for Axel. And when they're not anywhere near the line, they're not anywhere near to falling as well. Store now on the right side. Gets it over to Brewster. Blake inside. 10-footer off the glass. And in. Dave Store. He's got eight. And a two-point edge for Paxton. Heinrichs in the lane all alone. 11-footer. It's no good. Rebound right to Brewster. His eighth. And they'll kick it up to Store. Store now. To Kreha, Kreha to Brewster. Brewster's going to take into the lane. And a good call. He knocked down two Axtell defenders. And they'll call him with the offensive foul. Now it'll be number two on Brewster. And the second team foul is well on Paxton. And he'll head to the bench probably for a brief moment here with just under three minutes to go. We just don't want him to pick up a third foul here. And since he knocked over two Axtell defenders, plenty of perspiration on the bench. So they're going to bring out a towel here to try to wipe it all up. And it looks like the job has been completed. To the liking of the officials. Weir to inbound it here to try to get it to Heinrichs. Guarded there, so they'll have to kick it to Rungi. Now back to Zach. Zach again, always facing that full court pressure look. This time from Kriha. He'll get around him, tries to pick up from 12. Dishes it out with another deep three from Rungi. No good. And rebound to Helmer. Second rebound for Dalvin. He'll try to get it up to Kennedy. And it'll be out of bounds, but they'll say it's tipped off of the Wildcats. So Paxton will maintain it here. 2.38 to go. Third quarter to play. 37-35 here on the Breeze. 94.5. Paxton with a two-point lead. And the ball. Into the game. Detmer. He came in for Brewster. And he'll whip it over here to Kennedy. Kennedy now to store. Back to Bruce, or excuse me, Detmer. And Detmer's telegraphed the pass, and it's going to be stolen away by Rungi. Brennan up and in for the easy two. Second steal for Rungi, and it leads to his fifth points in this one. He averages around 15 a game, just at five now. Backdoor pass wide open. Danberg blocked the shot, though, from Kriha. And we'll give Tyler... His second block shot, but a putback by Paxton underneath. And they retake a two-point lead. Three-pointer in the corner for Rungi, and Rungi's now hot in the third quarter. He's got eight in the corner, and Axtell with a one-point lead now. 40-39, 140 to go. We'll see how quickly Coach Rhodes keeps Brewster on the bench. If it's for the remaining 130, he tries to get him back in here. Freehaw with it for Paxton. Gets it over to Kennedy. Kennedy on the left side. Thinks baseline. Doesn't take it. He'll dribble back to the top of the key. Gets it in the hands of Freehaw. Alex guarded there by Danberg. Danberg takes away the drive. So they'll hand it off to Kennedy. Kennedy doesn't want it. They'll try to get it to store. Instead, Kennedy will now dribble it on the right side. Kicks it over here to Freehaw. Guarded by Danberg. Tries a cutting motion here. Baseline's open. 
And they're going to call a body foul underneath. On Johnson, you could see the hesitation from the referee. He about called it an offensive foul and then decides to call it with the body. Axtell Faithful notices the hesitation and, and lets them hear their displeasure. 59.3 to go in this third quarter, and Coach Heinrichs now wants an explanation as well. Free throws coming up for Kennedy, and he misses again. One of five from the line now. He'll try to make it to a six. One-point lead for Axel. Kennedy can tie it here. Second free throw is nothing but net and good. So, after... Two quarters of play, we hadn't anything decided, and after all but one minute in this third quarter, it's still undecided, 40-40 to 40 now. This one could come down to the final possession. Heinrichs takes the air out of the ball. Looks like Axel may be content with one final shot. Guarded there by Krihas, so Heinrichs will have to move, so he'll kick it over here to Soderquist. Connor into the game. Dribbling between his legs. Gets it back to Heinrichs. Heinrichs at 25. Again, just hangs on to that basketball until he's guarded there by Kreha. Kreha nearly fouls him. Soderquist is going to say, I'll set a screen for you here. And now with 15 seconds to go, Heinrichs drives in the lane, kicks it out for Brungi. Deep three, front of the iron, no good. Right to Danberg underneath. Tyler up and under. It's no good. Tyler's second opportunity. It's blocked by Helmer. Third opportunity for Danberg. It's no good. And, and the horn will expire before the putback by Johnson. Three rebounds in that sequence for Danberg, but he wasn't able to cash it in. And so after 24 minutes, nothing's been decided. It's 40-40. to Axtell and Paxson, fourth quarter's next. You're listening to High School Basketball on The Breeze, 94.5. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning, and uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being anyplace else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back, fourth quarter of action. Axtell has the possession arrow. And with eight minutes to go, you never know, we could have bonus basketball. Bit of a equipment issue there for Paxton on the other side. Trainers will put a little tape on Storer's arm, and now we're ready to go. And Rungi, or excuse me, Weir will inbound it here for Axtell. Gets it to Johnson, back to Weir. He'll pull up right from 15 in front of the iron, no good. Rebound right to Johnson. Johnson's pass is going to be intercepted. By Paxson, though, fourth Axtell turnover in this one. Store now with it. Gets it over to Helmer. Store 
Brewster back in, by the way, for Paxson. Kennedy in the lane, front of the iron, no good. Not enough juice on that one. Danberg pulls down rebound number seven. He'll pull up from three right at the top of the key. Nothing but net, Tyler Danberg. He's got 19 game high for both teams and a three-point lead. Still just one possession. Brewster now with it. Kicks it to store. They're going to try to get it into Brewster on the low post. Double team there by Danberg and by Rungi. So Hexton will have to whip it over here. Kreha now with it on the right side. Again trying to force it into Brewster. Brewster comes all the way out to the top of the key just to field it. And now gets it to store. Brewster will set up a screen. Back door. Wide open three now for Paxton on the left side. For Kreha. It's no good right into the hands of Danberg. Danberg now with eight rebounds, two away from a double-double. Heinrichs in the corner, wide open three for Weir. It's missing everything, and off of, I believe, a Paxton defender, yes. So Axtell catches a break there, went off of Helmer. And subbing in for Paxton is Keegan Scow. Kriha will head to the bench. Just two team fouls on both teams. Very quick moving game. Axtell will inbound it. Rungi with it. Tries to go against Brewster. Shot blocked. And I believe they're going to call a foul on Helmer. Brewster with block number two. Helmer very unhappy with the call. Says he was fouled. At any rate, Helmer will pick up foul number one. Or excuse me. They'll call that foul on store actually. So it'll be his first. Third team foul against Paxton. Danberg into the lane. Tries to get it up and in. It won't go. Brewster with the ninth rebound. Paxton fans thought maybe Tyler threw an elbow. Trying to get some separation. No call made. And Paxton has a chance again to tie with a three or cut it to one. Top of the key to Helmer. Helmer will kick it out on the left side to Scow. Scow whips it all the way across to Kennedy. He'll work baseline. Getting physical down in the paint. No call. The officials letting him play. Helmer from about 13 feet. It's no good. Rebound to Kennedy and his putback is no good but he'll be fouled. Kennedy though will head to the line for the 7th and 8th times tonight. Where he is 1 of 6 so far. Takes a couple of dribbles. Points his feet more left than right. Nails that one. Got nine points now. Xtel in that third quarter got eight points from Rungi. Three from Heinrichs and two for Danberg. Danberg up to 19 now. Second free throw is good for Kennedy. Daniel's got 10 now. Go wrong with two rebounds. Cuts the Xtel lead to one. Heinrichs. Passes it over here to Rungi. Rungi tries to get it all the way across to Weir, and he'll throw it away. An opportune time for the fifth Axtell turnover. Looks like Soderquist will check in. And Jake Weir will head to the bench. 5.32 to go in this one. A one-point lead for Axtell. Inbounded to Store. He'll whip it over here to Scow. Scow in the corner to Kennedy. Jump stop at 12 feet. Back door wide open for Scow, but he didn't take the shot. Kennedy again with it on the right side. 
Now they'll give it to Scow. Scow to Brewster. Brewster at the three-point arc will get it right back to Keegan. Now they'll run the offense. Kennedy into the lane. Right hand made contact and a foul. Dale Kennedy starting to ramp things up here in the fourth quarter. He's got four in the quarter, 12 in the game. And we'll get another chance to redeem at the line. Three of eight. And it looks like just like that, Jake Weir will check back in. This time for Calvin Johnson. Pretty much only going uh, six deep as Zach's tell tonight. Paxton, we've seen seven in the game. Nobody in real foul trouble, so I think we'll see those main reserves in the rest of the game. Free throw is up and good for Kennedy. Now he's four and nine from the line, and Paxton with a two-point lead. Heinrichs, left side, spins in the lane, quickly taken away by Brewster. That leaves a wide open three here for Rungi. It's no good. And rebound fought for and pulled away by Keegan Scow for Paxton. Paxton with two-point lead. We haven't seen much. We had an 8-0 run by both teams to start the third quarter. Ever since then, it's been within the possession. Wide open backdoor pass is up and in for Scow. And Brewster's trying to pump up the Paxton faithful as it's now a four-point lead. 4.20 to go. Heinrichs over to Soderquist. Danberg in the corner. It's no good. Rebound to Brewster. That's number 10. He's got the double-double. 14 and 10 for Brewster. And Extel needs a couple stops now. 4.05 to go. Heinrichs picks up Storer. Over to Scow. We'll see how much... If any, Paxton likes to try to mill. Another backdoor pass for Scow. He didn't shoot it, though. Kicks out to Homer. It's no good. Rebound's going to be pulled down by Soderquist. Soderquist and Brewster fighting for that one. Colin came away with it. Heinrichs now pulls up right at the free throw line. Nails it. Big shot from Zach Heinrichs to stop the momentum for Paxton. Cuts it to two. He's up to 15 now. And Storr breaks the timeline for Gothenburg. Picked up right away by Heinrichs. It's at the right elbow now with Brewster. Brewster back to Storr, and they'll say he walked with it. Coach Jody Rhodes baffled by the call. Happens right in front of him. Wildcats will take it. Now fifth turnover on Paxton. Five for both teams unofficially. Could be a few more in there. Well-played game by both teams. Not a lot of fouls in this one. Not a lot of turnovers. Inside, Tyler Danberg wide open. Shot's going to be blocked by Brewster. But he'll be hit with the body underneath. And that'll be three now on Blake. And the fourth team foul on Paxson. Two free throws coming up for Tyler Danberg. Tyler's first trip to the line. First free throw up, front of the iron, no good. Not enough oomph on that one. Calvin Johnson back in. Soderquist to the bench. Starting five back in for XL. 3.05 to go in this one. Danberg can cut it to one with a make. Takes the ball. Dribbles. Backspin in. It's no good. Rebound to Dalvin Helmer. Helmer. Tries to get it to store. He's guarded there by Heinrich, so they'll have to settle and get it into the hands of Keegan Scow. 
And Jody Rhodes, coach for Paxton, will take the timeout with 2.56 to go in this fourth quarter. We'll take it with him. Back in 30, you're listening to High School Basketball on the Breeze 94.5. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. The Breeze 94.5. And welcome back to Gothenburg. Celebrity in the crowd, Big Daddy Tony Davis in the house. He's catching a good one here on the Breeze 94.5, 47-45. Axtell trails it by two, packs in with the ball. Inbounded there, tipped out of way right by Jake Weir. Excellent job by Jake. One second comes off the clock. Helmo will get a chance to re-inbound it here. They've got Brewster all the way up at the half-court line. He's just going to set a screen there, it looks like, for Storr. Storr gets it in. Heinrichs will pick him up, tries to get the ball. Taxi fans want a foul. They're not going to get it. Kennedy now into the lane, pulls up 12-foot. Fade away. It's good. Kennedy wasn't hitting those in the first half. Now he is, and it's a good time for him to do so. He's now got 15 and re-extends the Paxton lead to two possessions. Four points, 49-45. Extel gets it inside to Danberg. Danberg working against Brewster, and they'll say he traveled with it. Tyler was maybe hoping for some contact against Brewster. Brewster literally just handed his arm straight in the air, saying, I'm not going to pick up that fourth foul, and the referee agrees with him, calls Danberg for the walk. Paxton now four-point lead, can extend it. Storr with the ball, gets it across the timeline to Scow. Keegan over here to Dane, back to Keegan. It's in the corner now to Kennedy. We'll see if he tries that 12-footer again. He does left side, and he nails it again. Dale Kennedy picking up steam at the right time for Paxton. It's a six-point lead now with two minutes to go. Heinrichs inside the three-point arc. His shot misses everything. It's going to be saved but right to Brewster. Brewster picks up rebound 11 now. And Axtell needs to stop, and Heinrichs will pick up a foul. Not a bad foul here. You need to get to 16, or 17 fouls to get to the bonus situation, so they'll call that one on Zach. Just his first. And now team foul number five on the Wildcats. Still Two fouls to give, or one foul to give, excuse me. Inbounding here to Brewster. Brewster guarded it there, has to get it up to Kennedy, and they'll foul Kennedy. I believe that was Weir who fouled him. Quickly spills to the bench. Jake will pick up foul number three now. And now foul number six on Axtell will try to get it to their best free throw shooter. I would imagine it's Kennedy. Perhaps Storr. Storr gets the ball here, guarded by Heinrichs. Heinrichs tries to steal the ball away. He tips it, not able to get it. And a timeout call. Heinrichs thought it was a jump ball. I'd have to agree with him there. Coach Heinrichs comes out to the bench and says, Hey, how can you call a foul? He didn't have possession of it. Jody Rhodes will be grounded the timeout, though. Paxton leading by six. We'll maintain possession. We'll take it with them. Back in 30, you're listening to High School Basketball on the, the Breeze 94.5. 
First Bank and Trust Company in Minden provides the latest technology with a personal touch. Minden's First Bank and Trust Company is a leader in online and mobile banking, including remote deposit from your smartphone. Technology at your fingertips, along with personal bankers to discuss your needs. First Bank and Trust Company of Minden. It's what you'd expect from a friend. Member FDIC. And First Bank and Trust Company is a proud supporter of all area athletes. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to The Breeze 94.5. Seat D1-5 District Final. Axtell trailing it by six. Unable to get the tie up there. Possession arrow still would have favored Paxton, so it was Paxton's ball no matter what. But at that point, the possession arrow would then face Axtell for the final 137. So you never know. Could be a big call there. Two possession game is all. Paxton, though, with the lead and the ball. Helmer will inbound it here. Gets a screen there from Brewster. They'll try to get it over here. Wide open Keegan Scow. Scow has it. Now they'll hand it off to Storer. Storer guarded by Heinrichs. Heinrichs need to be careful. He's going to be the main guy guarding the ball. Another call foul. That one was another tie-up. I think that was missed as well. All ball. Sometimes in these scenarios, you get a young crew. Like what looks like we have a few younger ones. They're just quick to call the whistle. They'll say he got him on the wrist. And I believe that was an incorrect call. Heinrich's got him with the right hand. All ball. So Tyler now picks up foul number two. And the free throw line for a one-on-one is store. It's no good. Rebound to Danberg. Axtell needs to go quickly here. They'll get it to Heinrichs. Got nine rebounds now for Tyler. They get it to Tyler. Now back to Zach. Zach in the lane. It's going to be kicked off of Brewster. And 113 to go in this fourth quarter. Six-point lead. Four packs and Axtell with the ball. Couple tough luck calls here on what looked like tie-ups, not called. Inbounded to Heinrichs into the corner. They'll dribble it back out. Thought about getting it to Rungi. Rungi underneath, inside. It's going to be blocked away by Storer. And right to Kennedy. And it'll be a foul. Huge block for Dean Storer on the backside. His first block of the game. Kennedy was fouled and he'll head to the free throw line. Just four on nine, but he's starting to hit him now after a cold start to this game. He's up to 17 right now. And misses the front end of the one-on-one. Axtell getting gifts from Paxton at the free throw line. 18 fouls now on the Wildcats. They'll need to get something going here, down by two possessions. And it looks like they're going to call a foul on Scow. It'll be Keegan second on Paxton and just the Fifth team foul now on the Tigers. Still one to give here with 52 seconds to go. Ball over here, left three-pointer is no good for, looks like Cody Arner into the game for Axtell. Excuse me, now that was 22. That would have been Weir. Brewster inside. Plays to the crowd, gets a two there. Now it's up to eight for Paxton. Three-pointer here from Heinrichs is no good, and a rebound to Paxton. They'll call 
No malicious intent on that foul. Weir just makes the foul, and it looks like, if anything, it's maybe a wet spot over there. I believe Storer will be all right. Grabs his toe. We'll head to the line now. Paxton's left six points on that free throw line tonight. Seven, excuse me. And it's an eight-point game here, and it's been a one-possession game for 95% of this game. And the final score is not going to reflect that. Paxton running the run one is no good. And still keep getting opportunities here. And just like that, Axtell turns it over, trying to go too quickly. And it looks like Coach Heinrichs is going to call the dogs off with 10 seconds to go. And Helmer will dribble it out. Three seconds, two seconds, one second. And there's the final horn. And Paxton takes down Axtell. 53-45. to Punches their ticket to Lincoln. Next Thursday, Axtell will finish 18-7. and seven. We'll take a break. Come back with the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery post-game show next. You're listening to High School Basketball on the Breeze 94.5. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They're now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Extel today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, Hallie, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from everyone at Pedley Drug in Minden. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking boot that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Paxton getting the ladders and the scissors out to cut down the nets. Paxton, your D2, D15 district champions, Xtel with an excellent season. Finishes at your D15 runner-up. 53-45 to 45 was the victory tonight for Paxton. New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary to medical activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Quick note on our Plyover Preps uh, Athlete of the Month brought to you by b Carpet. 
Uh, we had our Jacob Jarabic from Arcady Loop City uh, was your boys' winner, and Abby Scupa from Silver Lake Basketball was your girls' winner for the month of February. If you have a nominee for any of these March basketball games, maybe a few track meets or baseball games as well, head over to platteverpreps.com. Nominate your athlete today. Let's take a look at the numbers first for Xtel finishing tonight with a eight-point uh, loss, 53-45. Led in scoring by Tyler Danberg. Tyler led all scorers in the game with 19. He also had nine rebounds, was 0-2 from the line, two blocks, and a steal. Zach Heinrich's 15 points, three points for Jake Weir, three rebounds for Jake as well, and Brendan Runke, eight points, four rebounds. Three rebounds for Calvin Johnson and one for Colin Sutterquist as well. Two steals in the game for Runge and for Johnson and one for Danberg. They did turn it over six times, shot really well in the first half, just weren't able to keep the hot shooting alive and fell in this one. Paxton now the victorious team, led in scoring uh, by Dayo Kennedy. He had 17, 12 of which in that second half, finished with two, two rebounds, was four of 10 from the free throw line. Break Brewster inside, 16 points, 11 rebounds, two block shots. Dalvin Helmer, two points, three rebounds. Dane Storer, eight points, four rebounds. Alex Kreha, four points. And Keegan Scow, four points and one rebound as well. Just six turnovers again. For them, I also had an extra two-point basket that I wasn't able to get down correctly, so add another two for someone for Paxton. Paxton wins it 53-45, and if we look at other scores from around C2, so far it's been all Chalk Humphrey, Lindsay Holy Family, Paxton and Southern Valley have won. Fullerton was up in the fourth quarter in that one, so um, if all things hold, you could see Paxton anywhere from a four to a six seed, and... Uh, at that point, you'd probably be playing either Osmond, Southern Valley, or maybe even uh, Laurel Concord Coolidge. Coolidge is up big on El Salvador. We'll go ahead and just give them the victory as well. Uh, so Paxton looking like they'll probably be in the 4-5 matchup come state tournament time. Well, we're done here. Make sure you head over to Power 99 or online at PlayOverPreps.com and catch the end of that Pleasanton and Elm Creek game, the 8-9 matchup, likely to decide who's going to be the 8-seed down at the state tournament. We'll take a quick break, see if we can't coach, uh, run down Coach Heinrichs next. You're listening to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show on the Breeze 94.5. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. 
Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders in Kearney and Grand Island. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to Gothenburg. The D15 District Tournament is over. Coach Heinrichs is making his way up here, so we'll give him a little bit of a chance to get the headset on. I'd like to thank our presenting sponsors, including Mary Landing Healthcare, Husker Power Products, Nutrient Ag Solutions, the University of Nebraska at Carney. Be blue, be gold, and be bold at UNK and looks like Coach Heinrichs is ready with the headset and Coach tough one tonight, 53-45 I thought you guys started out so good in that first half, hitting those uh, a lot of threes, a couple twos, Tyler especially started with 12 in that first quarter um, just go ahead and assess the game for me if you could well, you know, uh, they've got a lot of size and, and we thought, you know we needed to make some outside shots, we've got some good shooters Things were going good for us the first half. Uh, you know, as the game wore on, they'd have a run, we'd have a run. It was back and forth. As, right. And I think tied at the end of the first, second, and third quarters, yes, if, I, if I remember correctly. So just a heck of a game. Uh, just a terrible shame anyone had to lose. But I thought 23, the Kennedy kid, really made some plays down the stretch for him. You know, we knew that, that the big kid would be a load. But 23 really played well for him down the stretch, and we had a hard time staying in front of him. And, Made some tough jumpers. We had a hand in his face, but really played well for him down the stretch and, and got him a five, six point lead. And then we just um, we had trouble executing the last couple of minutes. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. It seemed like you guys were shooting at three, but then at some points, you guys would just uh, pull up from pretty deep. Was is, Can you guys hit from that distance, or were you just taking some poor shots at that point? You know, like Brennan and Zach can, can shoot deep. Uh, you know, they can hit from outside. And, and if they have their feet set, I don't mind that. Uh, they've got a pretty good range, so uh, yeah, that's okay. You know, we've kind of had that throughout the course of the year, uh, and I'm fine with that. They're they're good shooters. They can extend that three-point line a little bit when they get a clean look. We know we we're going to have, uh, you know, trouble getting a, a lot of buckets inside. They just had such a size advantage on us, so we just try to, you know, take what was given to us. We were hoping to get some more buckets in transition. Right. You know, they got back good. If anything, they got some buckets early on in transition on us. So. Um, one of those games you hate to lose. Uh, was proud of our team throughout the course of the year and uh, played hard again tonight. Gave everything we had. We didn't always make all our shots, but it wasn't from lack of effort. Although they did have that size advantage, coach inside, I thought Tyler played really well on that baseline, especially against Brewster, six foot eleven. But a lot of times uh, Tyler would just go back door and, he, and get it in. Yeah, and then we talked about that. We thought we, you know, he's got a little bit of quickness and, and a lot of athleticism and. And we were hoping he could get the ball along the baseline. And, and you know, we talked about when you're playing a, you know, a, a guy with Brewster's size, 6'11", you sometimes got to go on the other side of the bucket and use the use the net to keep that shot blocker sure. away from you. So, you know, we talked about that throughout the course of the week, and he, he got several buckets like that. But, uh, you know, they're a good team. And uh, and uh, credit their coaching staff. They uh, We were laying off uh, their fifth guy. And they found ways to get him open for layups, uh, you know, and we were double-teaming Brewster several times in the second half, and that, that kind of hurt us. 
So, uh, you know, they did a nice job, and, uh, you know, I wish the best of luck to them in Lincoln. One final question before I kind of give you a chance to just talk about your seniors in the in the year as a whole. It seemed like uh, late in the game, and it's kind of right in front of the benches over there, uh, looks like Heinrichs may, or Zach, you know, had maybe tied up a couple times. Did you? Is that what you saw? Because from my angle, it looked like tie-ups, and then they called some tough fouls there on, on you guys. I did. Uh, I thought it was a jump until the, 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 the official told me that, uh, the player had called a timeout. I saw the okay. coach call a timeout, and that one would have been late. We had a tie timeout. He had him tied up previous to that, but the official said the player called it, and it, and if that's what he did, and I believe that you know what he told me, then I was fine with that. So, uh, you know, one of those things. And the officials did a nice job tonight. Uh, you know, Paxton beat us fair and square. Yep, I thought, like you said, I think Kennedy was the difference in that fourth quarter uh, for sure. He had finished with nine in the corner, and that seemed to be the difference. I think the score. It was an eight-point game, so definitely it was up to Kennedy. But like I said, Coach, five seniors, go ahead and talk about them. And then the season as a whole, Fort Kearney Conference champions, uh, of, of your seven losses, of seven quality losses, there's not a bad loss in there. Yeah, we really had a rigorous schedule. The, the top, the top, the Fort Kearney Conference this year was a tremendous conference, and uh, we were lucky to be a part of it. And, you know, we, we entered that conference tournament as sixth seed, and we're fortunate enough to win it with three very tough games. And, uh, you know, we were progressing as the season goes along. And I told the guys yesterday, we've won five of our six really tough games going down the stretch through the conference tournament and our sub-district. Southern Valley beat us in between there in another tight game. And, uh, you know, we were used to tight uh, environments, tight games, and we've been coming through those. And our seniors, you know, Zach and Tyler and, and Jake and, and Colin and, and Nick, who is sick tonight, are our six-man, uh, Nick Pearson, who's sick tonight, we could have used him as well, but uh, that's just one of those things. But they did a heck of a job, and our team progressed throughout the course of the year. And and uh, I told them in the locker room just a little bit ago, one of the funnest parts of coaching, and I've coached for 15 years, is when you uh, have a team that you see start to grow, and, and all of a sudden they start to win some close games, and then you see in their eyes that they're starting to expect to win, not just to compete, so to speak. They expect to win, and and that's what I saw this year. And as the season wore on, we, we were a team that was expecting to win. And like tonight, we're disappointed when we didn't. So the growth of a team like that, I, I've always thought, is the funnest part of coaching. Sometimes even funner than if you have a really elite team and so much is expected, uh, as the good book says. So, uh, you know, I had a great time with those guys this year. And I told them in the locker room, as much as I hate to see the season end because we want to play another game, I, I'm also going to miss, you know, coming to practice and hanging out with them for a couple hours every afternoon. So, uh, you know, they're a lot of fun. Well said, Coach. One more thing. I'd yep. just like to say hello to my folks, Marvin and Irene Heydrichs, listening at home. All right. We're Melvin and Irene listening on the breeze. Thanks for uh, everyone that's been following that Axtell Wildcat basketball all season long. Again, they'll finish the season at 18-7. Thank you, Coach Heinrichs. Thanks so much. That was head coach Brent Heinrichs of the Wildcats, where they fall just short tonight. Tip your hat to Paxson. Uh, Well-played game. They just made a few more buckets down the stretch and come away with a 53-45 victory. That'll wrap up the season for Axtell. We'll have girls and boys state basketball tournament the rest of the way here on PlatteRiverPreps.com and on the Breeze 94.5. It'll get underway for Adam Central and St. Cecilia on Thursday. Uh, Adam Central playing at 2 o'clock on the Breeze 94.5. That's going to wrap it up here from Gothenburg. Jeff Babel courtside for Sterling back in the studio. Have a good night, everyone.
You've been listening to High School Basketball on The Breeze 94.5, KLIQ, Hastings, Grand Island, Kearney, and all of South Central Nebraska. This has been a presentation of PlatteRiverPreps.com and Platte River Radio Sports.